0: Good, good morning. Blue skies shining on the, the white roads and yep.
1: 15 degrees, ladies and gentlemen. There you go.
0: Yep. You know, our pipes don't freeze here because it, at least they haven't so far. Is, we've had this kind of cold weather before. But the the really weird thing is that our drain for our washing machine does.
1: <laughs> so the pipe to <laughs> just <So> one thing. <laughs>
0: He can't wash
1: the clothes. (laughs) Oh, that's fun. Anyway.
0: Oh, man. Well, today we got Glenn. And Glenn, he is um, in the bunker again. He has the emergency podcasting system. That's right. Um, Nobody in the world knows exactly where that is. In case you you. ever have have the zombie doomsday. What's it called? Zombie apocalypse.
1: Zombie apocalypse.
0: Glenn was... Glenn will still be able to podcast from his,
1: yeah. And then man. we got
0: Dwayne. Dwayne, have you been able to work remotely while you, during during all this? Or are you? What's, what's oh yeah, I'm.
2: I'm. I'm the. I'm the initial remote worker. I designed remote working back in the '90s. Wow.
0: <laughs> well, our office worked remotely. We didn't shut down. We were able to work yesterday. In fact, in some ways, it was a little better because we weren't. There together, and we had to send messages so you didn't interrupt each other. You know, you Matter of fact, my ability
2: to remote work, I have to credit to Donald Trump. Really? Back in the 90s, I was commissioned to help get Donald Trump's casino boat up in Gary, Indiana, running with communications while it was selling on Lake Michigan every other hour for an hour, along with a couple other casinos. And this was before Wi-Fi. And so there was a lot of strange technology we had to kind of mismatch to get mis- mis- match together to get it to work for all the various things on that ship. And in the process, I had to learn how to remotely communicate with that ship to monitor its capabilities and tweak tweak stuff. And so Donald Trump helped me help facilitate my ability to remotely access clients. And I've been doing that ever since.
0: Well, well, can you get Don to get um, me and some friends to be able to golf at mar lago
2: No, you know, I never saw him personally through that whole process. It was just his boat, his casino boat.
0: What a callous guy. Can't, can't take the little guy that takes, makes it all possible. (laughs) (laughs) Well, speaking of Donald Trump, uh, um, I would say that what did he do yesterday it wasn't <laughs> it wasn't even close <laughs> you know you, I, what was funny is that you know that people's pundit guy, I think what his name is Boris or something like that does that does all those election analysis he's very, very accurate he really is every every single there's some people who are accurate sometimes, but he's accurate every single time, and um he kept saying. I don't know what polls they're seeing, but this isn't going to be close. He said, I'm not going to call it because you have to wait for it. But he kept saying, I don't know what they're looking at. It's not going to be close. And it wasn't.
1: It was not, not even a little bit, but there was James, there was one County where Nikki Haley won by one single vote. Johnson yeah. County.
0: He- yeah, they were laughing. He was laughing about that. Uh, the Morris guy was laughing about it. Um he um, he said they went out and scrambled and got those votes.
1: <laughs> that must be where they had now, all the polling you, come from too, anyway.
0: Yeah, did you see that that I, I sent to you the um um the breakdown of age group between seventeen and twenty-nine, DeSantis beat Trump thirty-five hmm. percent to twenty-one percent. But that was it. 30 to 44 it's 41 Trump and 27 DeSantis. 52 at 45. So at 40, when he still so goes up even more, it goes over to half of the people between 45 and 64. Then 65 and older is 56. So as you gain wisdom, you, <laughs> you don't you see through the,
1: the bull. Yeah. Now, who, who
0: I think the huge loser, the huge loser of the thing, I don't even think it was Ramadan Evanderling. I don't think it was him. I think the big loser was Haley. Yeah. I mean, she was making her run. She did everything she could. They spent a lot of money wasted, as Glenn said for a podcast, wasted money on her. On her.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, the Democrats, I think we're funding that. So.
0: Yeah. Um, DeSantis is, is going to hang in there. All right. So let, let's talk about Ramadan Lake. What's his real name?
1: Oh, wait, James. Just Wait. Let me see. Sulfium. You're talking uh, about Vivek Ramaswamy. There. I've got it. Vivek Ramaswamy. So Chris. you that's that's for you, James, so you remember. Anyway. <laughs>
0: yeah. Okay. All right, let me try. The Ram- Vivek Ramaswamy. Ven. Ram. Ramadama Anyway. Vivek Ramaswamy. Swami. He, he, uh, not um, Vanderlick,
2: Swami, Swami, Vanderlick, Swami, Ram, <laughs> Ram, A Swami, like Chick fil A,
0: <laughs> Ram, or orange streak. Anyway, um, that would you have to be an early Rush Limbaugh listener to know what that meant. All right, <laughs> now, um. So so here was it was a little interesting thing, and I like hearing you guys talk about it, but I'm going to set it up since I'm kind of an observer on this. but Ramadan Vvanderanderde, right towards the end, he, he worked hard and I'm, I'm I'm going to give you what he should get kudos for he 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 ran hard he I, I think he outdid Trump, and that's amazing, okay, but he I mean, as far as making appearances, and he was. He showed himself to be a an unbelievable speaker on his feet, impromptu answering questions. He he did a good job with that. I, I'm going to give him that. But there were several things about him over time that, that makes me not like him. And I know Scott Adams likes him, which is a lot, and Glenn likes him, which is enough to keep me keep an open mind for him. But I didn't like him, and there were several things I didn't like about him. But one is. Until the last day, he never even hinted he thought the election might be stolen. And then he, the the day before the caucus, the day before, he said something to the effect of that there are some questions about the legitimacy legitimacy or or the rigging of the election by large media or something like that. But he had to have been going through Iowa and hearing 88% or 82%, 62% of Iowans thought Joe, Joe Biden was an illegitimate president. But what got me, and I think what made Trump snap at him was he said, you know, Trump has got these problems with the, you know, that he says it's fake. He said, he, he said these it's, it's lawfare, they're, they're going after him. And, and I think he hinted he might even get killed. And that whoever's number two on the list is going to be the presumptive nominee in case like, okay, something happens to Trump and that pissed Trump off. But I don't blame you. That's my take. That's oh. a lot of silence. And when are you going to speak?
1: Well, I'll speak. Uh, to say he's not done it until Iowa, he has questioned the legitimacy of the campaign for some time. Mm-hmm. He has not. Said I it was did. stolen. Yeah, I know you haven't seen it, but I have. Um, I've looked for it though. Well, then you're not looking very hard because I've seen him say it on YouTube. Um,
0: you send me send me a link that shows me he said it for yesterday or the day before yesterday. Okay, but not today. Go ahead, I'm listening. Uh,
1: so he has said, in you know, if you go to his truth, that there was problems with the election in 2020. Now, he said it was rigged. He said that over and over. It's rigged.
0: Okay. By at, le- at least by the big media. That's how he puts it.
1: Well, yeah, at least by the big media. Uh, so to say he hasn't ever said there's something wrong with 2020, I don't think is, is before Iowa, is not quite true. That's what I'll say about that. Now, has he come out and said full-throated it was stolen? No. I agree with that. He has not said that.
0: But okay. many. What's your take on the riff between the two? I think it's. Oh, I new, know, but I don't. But, 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 but you understand, I'm consistent on that. If you don't, that's why I don't like it, Made Marjorie Taylor Green or whatever Tyler Green. I don't like <laughs> her either. She not said it. I don't care how much she goes and brings in balloons and makes an ass of herself. I have no use for that woman.
1: Okay. And no problem with that. Uh, what I will say, the riff was, I think, overblown by the media. And, uh, yeah, I might've, yeah. You know, if someone t- comes and whispers in my ear, this is what he said. I might say that if he said that, that he's a jerk, you know, I might say something like that. Uh, and if Trump thought it was true, but it was overblown. And I don't think he said it the way it was characterized. And, you know, you leave out part and, you know, it, it's, it's easy to make anything sound like anything you want, just like Trump said, he, you know, you need to drink bleach to get rid of COVID. That's still people think that's true. And it's just crazy. He never said it. He never even thought about it. But, it, it you know, it was something that you repeat enough, it becomes true. And I think he figured out quick, oh, who said that? The Washington Post or whoever. He'd say, oh, wait a minute. Let me look into that you know, for two seconds. He had someone look into it. And, you know, in his uh, speech, he said, uh, you know, Ramaswamy really pushed hard. He he went out there and really put it out there. Uh, he did a great job. That's what he said. And then uh, Ramaswamy said, uh, I endorsed, I'm getting out and I'm endorsing Trump, Donald Trump. So,
0: All right no. Now, you had a different take a little bit, Dwayne. It's a test, you say?
2: I think Donald Trump um, that smack, did a smackdown on the, the VAC was on on-purpose test. I think he was testing his character because the VAC the whole time has been what I consider playing Donald Trump for what Donald Trump looks for as the highest principle and not just a running mate, but, but people that he allows into his like cabinet circle or advisor circle. And he looks for loyalty as his number one characteristic. And Vivek has been playing the loyalty card the whole time. And I think Donald Trump wanted to test his loyalty and he threw a smackdown stab at him to see how he would respond. And he passed with flying colors.
0: So do you think he would be a good, good nominee for vice president?
2: I think it could be vice president or a cabinet or department chief. Um, I think he responded perfectly. He said, I'm not going to throw fi- friendly fire at Donald Trump. And then terminated his camp, suspended his campaign and threw his support behind Trump after the, the very first Iowa caucus. So you can't pass Better than that. That's an A+. plus.
1: Yeah. I, I
2: would say well, that good. he
1: has been one of the few candidates who has not openly attacked Donald Trump.
0: I mean, he has not done that. He has not. If I were trying to become vice president or cabinet, I wouldn't either.
1: Or um, if I wanted to it would <laughs> take over in four years.
0: So is, I'm asking this because I'm kind of trying to, have the fun of thinking about a, a vice presidential debate. Now I'm assuming that <laughs> that Plumswala will not be vice president, right?
1: Yeah, I don't know that Biden and and Kamala. I don't know, you know, either one.
0: Would, will will Biden take Trump's um, strategy and just not do a debate at all because he can't anymore?
1: I think that's if if he limps to the. And, yeah, I think so. Basement politics.
0: What do you think, Dwayne? Do you think think Biden... Number one, he can't.
2: He can't intellectually. He can't politically. He cannot take a debate. It would expose... It would just expose the the true nature of the fraud of the last presidential election, even more so than it has now. He can't. There's no way he
0: can't expect some huge distraction. Yes. I can't do this. I'm, I'm busy with, this. I'm
2: busy with war with Russia and China and
0: Iran
1: or world war three.
0: Yep. Why would you bring up world war three?
1: Well, I bring it up because of, um, the leaked Putin documents. Now they're leaked. So who knows? And, you know, uh, right now I'm sure our military has a, um, Scenario: I can't,
0: I can't pass this up. I can't pass this up. <laughs> Leaked Putin sure sounds like Biden's drawers, but go ahead.
1: All right, he, he's leaky. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't a fart, some of it was anyway. Uh, Putin, <laughs> Putin, yeah, I know. A Putin, eh, you know, Biden, anyway, yeah. Um, but uh, anyway, if you know, it's basically a scenario of. How we'll take over Ukraine and, you know, the Balkans and all that area Um, if once things start happening. And Dwayne speculated that this is going to happen more likely before Trump becomes president. Um, And there might be some, uh, you know, there has been also some speculation that uh, Putin's waiting to see who's going to be president before he does anything uh in other words if it's trump he goes oh okay well i'll just keep what i got uh and if it's biden he might push it a little farther or if it's somebody weak let's put it that way uh like nikki haley anyway um there there's you know there those things um out there and if we if we speculate and this is wild speculation but on my part by the way um if you if he was to go forward with this or I think right now, our government, our military has a OK, here is a plan to take over China and Russia. Here's how we do it. That You know, you constantly are, you know, having to speculate those type of things, even though you're not going to do them. Well, he let it leak that he had this plan and he probably does have it. and. To, to get Europe all nervous and jumpy because it's right in their backyard and, you know, try to influence a next election or the next, you know, uh, whatever policies they, you know, and make chaos reign, rain. And therefore they'd say, okay, maybe we can lift these sanctions on Russia, so forth and so on.
0: Well, what's your take on that?
2: Well, these are, these are uh, classified documents from the German government that were leaked through a German newspaper, BILD. And it's how Germany is planning to prepare for an offensive that they believe is most likely, or from based upon their intelligence, what Vladimir Putin has for a timetable. And the timetable just reeks of Joe Biden weakness and their countdown to somebody replacing Joe Biden, and they need to get things done before and at the beginning of that replacement. So it's like a 14-month countdown of going after Eastern Europe, especially the Baltics. He's pretty pissed at the Baltics, Putin is. (laughs) Why? Well, because they've they've thrown in with NATO.
0: Yeah, they're traitors.
2: Yeah. He's even got Russians fleeing and going to the Baltics, and so he's he's just pissed. They're not being good
0: neighbors. <laughs> we live in a funny world, dangerous one. It's like
2: well, look—you've got Iran doing the same thing on a large scale. I mean, they're they're a larger player in the world right now than they ever have been, in my opinion, ever. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, they're they're by, beating their by, chest
2: left and right and spreading their wings like
0: crazy. Yeah, by the day before that attack, and I think that attack was yesterday. He says, "Oh, Iran's cool. Well, I, no, no problems." <laughs> and they
2: and China's looking at all this, licking their lips and fixing to go after Taiwan.
0: And Taiwan just had an election. It sounds like the way you were describing, you guys were describing the caucus, hold up, it was on a sheet of paper and you'd hold it up and let everybody see what the vote was so you count it. That's how they did it in Taiwan and it was a landslide to keep freedom.
1: Sure. Yeah. And I mean. All right. So, so let me ask you this. Go ahead, go ahead, Go ahead. Well, China just has to wait. And eventually Taiwan will be theirs. See, I don't think, I, I, this is what I think. Let
0: me just throw my theory out there. And this really was formulating a little bit before, this morning when I was preparing and while I was listening to you guys. Um, I think that that the communists are having a bad year. Um, I You know, they look at Poland. They're trying to take over Poland and they're standing up to it. Those East, those in Germany, those farmers are not putting up with it. Argentina swapped over. It looks, you know, uh, the, the 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 communist leader in Brazil is precarious. Eighty some, eighty two percent of the people think that Biden is illegitimate. We're seeing Supreme Court cases just annihilating the deep state. Um, um, Dwayne said before the podcast, I didn't know this, but uh, there's ethics complaints against that DEI um justice brown jackson brown jackson brown justice jackson brown and we saw fanny willis is in trouble now for giving her her mr Goodbar 647 thousand dollars to do nothing And, and they were seeing the white house and you know colluding with that um the the cases are falling apart these these lawfare cases are just Disintegrating, and um, I don't know. I think that maybe what we what you guys are describing is desperation. Yep. Yeah, and that, that I think China, has, China can't wait, and they and they're getting desperate. Uh, they can't. They're they're collapsing. The communism. The communism collapses.
1: Communism collapses for the proletariat, I guess. Uh, first, and the infrastructure of the. Uh, ruling class doesn't really feel it or see it for a long time.
0: They're seeing it. I do believe they're seeing it. And I I believe that. I, I get you. I get you. What you're saying is that communism makes suffering at the bottom, not the top. Um, but, but one of the things that Dwayne has been really kind of repeatedly, no matter what I say, he's sticking to his guns, which is what I want you guys to do um, is that, they can't. They being the communists can't sustain stealing these elections. They can't sustain this um, welfare. and it is. I am seeing it fall. You're starting to see it collapse. Um, it's you know. You're being dishonest when you do it. You know, you know, let me ask you this. It occurred to me during church. I shouldn't been thinking about politics, but the, the pastor said something that made me think about this. You know that story in the Bible was it Solomon had two ladies coming up claiming that their their baby was it was their baby that's oh yeah, cut ones. the
2: baby in half.
0: yeah, and he goes the one that said I no, just let her keep him then he knew which one it belonged to that's kind of what I see these these copies are doing. They don't care if they collapse the whole system Mm-mm. they don't care they don't they don't care if if we are if we're getting murdered, they don't care if we get pit, pushed onto uh Subway trains, they don't care if you if, if Jewish men are getting beat on the streets, they don't care if all the you know, grocery stores shut down and you live in a food desert. Right, little kids' penises getting cut off and hormones and little girls that they can't grow breasts and and they don't care.
2: Mm-mm, they don't.
0: I think they're Solomon's baby. I <laughs> think that's what we're looking at. Is that a good analogy? Yep. That's how you all know how to vote. Who's, who's trying to make this who's, work? And who's yeah. trying to, I was trying to it. cut the baby?
1: Yeah, <laughs> sure, cut the baby. I, yeah, I'll, I'll take that. half. Yeah, that's where, that's, that's why that's I think so right many, I'll take half.
2: That's why I think there's so many defectors of the Democrat Party right now that are traditional. Hardcore Democrat block vote. They're they're saying I, I'm either leaving the party permanently or I'm not voting this go around for Democrats. and, yes. and, and you—they've know, turned up the pot too much, too quick, and the frogs are hopping out. I think you
0: got it. You've been—I got to give you both of you really credit on that. Um, that that, but especially Dwayne. Dwayne has been saying I don't think they can sustain it, and mm-hmm. and I'm starting to see that he's right. Um, the. Um, the, the you know the, the, the rot in that party is is amazing, and we you know that you you'll see the the comrades and small on here and say whatever you hear the, the Democrats accusing us of us of that's what they're doing, and what do they accuse us of when anything else is racism?
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> when they got nothing else,
0: they play that card, yeah. and they are as racist as anybody I have ever seen. And, and They always and have been. They have always been. And and you know, if you if you aren't voting for me, you ain't black. In other words, you're voting in a party. You're voting in a block. You can't think for yourself. Oh, you blacks can't get IDs. How racist can you possibly be to say that? I mean, you have got to be a total racist to say blacks are too stupid. Yalla yalla, I can't kiss me up. We can't prosecute.
2: We can't prosecute shoplifting because they can't help themselves because of their color.
0: Fanny are you Willis. kidding me? <laughs> Fannie Willis. You know, we, 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 we black women, we're not perfect. <laughs> you know, you can't. So they're, they're a bunch of racists. They are, And, 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 and she is a racist. Fannie Willis is. And, and, and you see all of this stuff out there that they're doing. Well, in an in, hour, in blacks voted for Trump this time is what I'm getting on this thing.
2: <laughs> yeah, there's anywhere from a third to a half that voted supposedly for Biden have
0: defected. Yeah, I was going to give you an anecdotal, anecdotal story showing that I where I think that that people, Democrats look at the, the, the blacks as a block and say they all think alike and they need to be told. Here's your card, vote this card right here, right? Well, I tried a case in, in, um, in Eugene Parish 20 years ago or so, murder. And my defense was that the guy that was killed, it might not have been straight up self-defense, but he had been terrorizing people in the neighborhood. Cops didn't do anything about it. This guy finally had enough, went to Bernice to Farmville, got a shotgun, went back and shot that guy, killed him. And I, my, you know, he did it. There was no question about it. My defense was this guy had a job. He was dating. This girl was going to marry her. And if you let him go, he'll go right back to work. You know, I got more trouble out of him and he got rid of the bad guy. And do you know that I had three black jurors on that jury and and one of them went with me and one of them, one of them was a white guy. And and then another white guy, I actually had two white guys, and a black guy. Those black people were going to put him in jail for that murder. Ain't no problem with that. You always have this idea, oh, we're going to cut him loose or whatever. Got to put black people on the jury. You can't keep black people off the jury because they're going to vote to acquit the white, the black guy. I think that if you got a job, I don't care what your color is. You don't want to be taxed and you don't want people terrorizing your neighborhoods. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't care. You don't care what your color is black or white or yellow. It doesn't matter. You, you, If you're working, you don't want to pay taxes unnecessarily. And you don't want crime in your neighborhood. My point is you can't look at that jury and go, well, they're black or they're going to go one way. No, they split. Just like the white people did You of getting up. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And so, so, I that's what I think is going on, guys. I think that they, I think what is very important, the, the, the two stories that I missed this morning preparing, well, i got two smart guys on here. This thing with, with Justice Jackson, Justice Brown, I mean, um, that's huge. Now, let me ask you this. Is, the, is the, ethics, if the ethics charges against Justice Brown, are they the kind that can get her disbarred? Are they just the kind that you can fix by saying, try, fill out form B-6?
2: I haven't dug that deep into it, but it has to do with not disclosing her husband's income and he's got consulting income. So I don't know the, the time frame, the number of years it covers or the amount of money. But it may be that it was showstoppers for her becoming a Supreme Court justice.
1: Yeah. Why wow. wasn't it brought well, when be- she was being confirmed? I'm going
0: to tell you something in the law when I'm investigating anything, I know that, that, like, for instance, it's not always true. So I'm going to say this before I say it. It's not always true. But when I see consulting, a red flag goes up. Mm -hmm. That's such it's such an easy way for you to bribe, to to do things you're not supposed to be doing. Now, I know that Dwayne just did a consulting job for federal government. That's legit as it can be. Had, I don't think his wife's running for office or anything, um, but um, that's a red flag. You, you know, it's, not, it's not a red flag. It's, what is it, the word I'm looking for? It's just something you – is it a red flag you want to look into it? Is it legitimate consulting? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. When, you when you tell me an attorney is consulting in a med mouth, I go, whoa, wait a second. I can see, I can see a doctor consulting in a med mouth, but why would you have an attorney consulting? I would ask the question what that means, because apparently that's what it was, right? He didn't disclose that he was getting consulting fees and medical malpractice practice cases.
1: Yeah, I think that. I don't know. I'm not sure about that, but I think that sounds right.
0: Well, I'm, I'm asking Dwayne. Because he's the one who brought it up.
2: Well, this uh, Vought who headed up the OMB under President Trump is arguing that Dr. Jackson's income does not qualify for the self-employment exception that she's claiming. That Sources of income earned by a spouse from any person which exceeds a thousand is the um, requirement, and she's trying to say something about
0: self-employment income exception. So this is breaking. This is something I have not heard of. Yeah, that's going. have to dive this into this. I will. I will dive into it. I, I'm interested in that. That's it's, it's usually what it involves the law am supposed to.
2: I have some lyrics for you, uh, or a start of some lyrics for you. Brown, Brown, Jackson Brown, baddest, not a biologist in the whole D.C. town.
0: Yeah, you did, dead on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, that's crazy. That's, we well, you know, it's. I'm going to tell you, okay. she didn't get put in there because of her super qualifications. She really. She,
1: she was a DEI
0: hire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He said I'm gonna put I'm gonna put a black woman in there. He said that. Remember?
1: Yeah, a woman yep. and of color, just like a VP. <laughs> yeah. Right, so well, hopefully let's go, let's Jackson go to doesn't Willis drink as quick. much wine. Anyway. So. Let's go. To, let's go to another. Let's
0: go to Fannie Willis. Fannie Willis. We talked about it a little bit last Thursday, but we're gonna talk about it more now. She basically has paid. A parable, six hundred and forty something thousand dollars uh, consulting fees, part of grants apparently. That's I didn't realize until later. It was grant money. Did you know that?
1: No, Mm-mm.
2: I thought it was related to campaign contributions.
0: Is it's it not. It's, I, you know what I saw was grant. Either way, either way, that would be that's what right, that would be interesting because that's what they're accusing Trump of. They're accusing Trump of using campaign funds to pay. And they should have used Scout. That's the funny thing. He was in a catch one, too, so so he gets falsely accused by Horseface. What's her name? Um,
1: Trump does Stormy Daniels. Son, Sonny Dykes. Yeah, Sonny Dykes. We'll Stormy Daniels. Dykes. Stormy Daniels.
0: Sonny Dykes was a was a head football coach at Tech for a while. Anyway, uh, um, she was he she she falsely accused him of having an affair, brought it up during the campaign. He paid her hush money because he didn't want to deal with it. And um, then later they come back and say that since it was to help his campaign, it should have been paid out of his campaign funds. Well, paying out of your campaign funds is not hush money. (laughs) That's, That's ridiculous. And so now they're charging him for using his own funds to pay off somebody hush money when they didn't even deserve the money. She ends up getting sued by Trump for lying. And she, he gets it all back.
2: I and thought it comes- was also because he, he dared to categorize that he paid his sleazeball attorney reimbursement legal funds because his attorney paid Stormy Daniels out of his own funds first. And yeah. so he was reimbursing his attorney and he called it, he's categorized it as legal funds, not, you know,
0: campaign contribution <laughs> funds. That color, you can't believe anything he says anyway uh-uh. uh, but uh, yeah okay that's good but that that sums it up thank you long and short of it is um um where was i going with this thing now i've lost my train of thought going back to fanny willis these these she oh that's it fanny willis has got the problem of saying where did this money come from she gave to her paramour now now this guy, it was turns out at first there was leaks that, that he had done some some uh, IDB or what we call IDB here and just defender board they call it public public uh, defender in other states. Um, he had apparently supposedly done some of that, but it turns out that he's a P.I. lawyer, and now he's been he has been received six hundred fifty thousand dollars to prosecute a former president of the United States. <laughs> And he's not ever even done a felony case. He's never had a felony case. I'm not even a criminal defense lawyer and I've tried numerous federal felony cases and won some. So, so you know, if I, if, if I get a paramour, if I became someone's paramour, I could do it. I could get $650,000. <laughs> so is
1: paramour a legal term? Or are you just... Oh, you don't... Know, you know what paramour is? Mm-hmm. I, no, that's OK.
0: I, I mean, no, no, it is. It is in, it's in our civil code. And I guess what happens is you um, you get used to words that you think everybody knows and you don't know. Parabas is a, is a lover that's not your spouse.
1: Oh, OK.
2: Yeah, it's like the FBI's term when they got caught all looking up background on that special computer. They weren't supposed to be using for spying on Americans and they called it love interest. <laughs> so it's it's basically French for love interest.
0: Yes, yes. And I didn't mean to use a big word. I, it, it tells me something. Glenn or Charlotte or Dwayne or somebody says, "What's that word mean?" I'm going like, "Well, that's what of the well, um, words." Amor um, um,
2: um, um, means love in you know Spanish, right? Mm-hmm. And
0: and then para means about of of Above, of yes. Uh, so, yeah, that's what it means. Glenn, sorry about that. And, it, everybody in Charlotte will get me one. But I will tell you this what's funny is when Jim was, he's taking Greek and he's done very well. And obviously, he's going to do well, whatever he does. But um, he's, I asked him if he knew what an amphora was because I had to come across that Greek, ancient Greek word that day. And the only reason I remember it now because that day I asked him if he knew what that word meant. He didn't know. And, and what's funny is, about two weeks later, I am watching television, and there is that word. So now it's ah, there. I've got.
1: Ah, I will never forget ah, that word. God <laughs> winking at you, right there, baby. Yeah.
0: <laughs> anyway, he she gives this guy. boy, it's taken a while to get through this, Fanny Willis. See, she but did you see her excuse? It, it,
2: it is amazing. Were, were they taking a vacation together on that money too?
1: yeah
0: they did they went on some boat rides mm. the love boat
1: yeah <laughs> there you go it's the love boat <laughs> what was that quote i read it to you earlier oh, what did it's you say? uh okay here I, let me pull it up real quick uh you can't expect god uses okay go ahead go ahead well, no the, no read really. it the one i have is this you can't expect a black woman to be perfect we need to be allowed to stumble we need grace. We are all sinners. That's it. <laughs> We're all
0: sinners, unworthy, imperfect, damaged. But we are qualified upon his calling.
1: That <laughs> sounds like dollars. she's saying, I'm covered by the blood. She was in a church when she said it. I will, I will disclose that. So,
0: All right. So I think she has to be disqualified. Does somebody step up in her shoes and finish this thing or what?
1: Well, I'd bet she doesn't get disqualified. Yeah, dang it. I keep
0: forgetting there's two there's two standards.
1: Yes, I'd bet she doesn't get disqualified over this.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. Even though Absolutely. she's violating
1: the law she's prosecuting Trump for. Anyway.
0: Well, though, you know, we got several things going to go to the Supreme Court to session that, that really could, if they all go our way, it's really good because it, it, I really do believe that if the Supreme Court rules against the deep state on all of these bureaucrat, bureaucratic um, regs and things that they've done, um, it'll dismantle that. Trillions of dollars a year too, mm-hmm. um, and then and then that J six litigation where they're you know they're trying to use the Enron statute to <sighs> um, yeah. to prosecute people. If those things get overturned, the that. It, it hurts Jack Smith's case against Trump in D.C. Um, Jack Smith's got problems with being able to even stay in his litigation. It's falling apart on guys. It really is. All right, so i got to ask you a couple more things you guys brought up that I missed. I, I thought I did a good job preparing this morning, and you guys found things I didn't find. So Miss America is an active-duty Air Force.
2: She graduated— from the Air Force Academy in Colorado, and I believe she's been accepted to flight school to see if she's got what it takes to be an Air Force pilot. Is
0: she pretty? Good, pretty. She's gravy, pretty,
1: yes.
2: She's very pretty. She's a, she's a winner if somebody gets lucky enough to go on a date with her.
1: Yeah, I mean. So would any Miss America. She's, <laughs> she's very beautiful. Let's put it that way. <laughs> and,
0: that was pretty Charlotte. I think her um,
2: talent was speaking, actually, a type of spe- speech about something that happened in her past. And I th- is she like a black belt in some martial arts? And
1: Probably. <clears throat> I don't know. If she's, you know, quite an impressive resume.
2: Her academics is beyond reproach. She is definitely high IQ.
1: Okay, then.
0: So is she is she ready to fly jets? Mm, I think she, she wants, wants to. to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
2: you know, it's a high washout rate, so it's highly competitive. We'll see.
0: Let's just hope it's not D E I. Well,
2: she's blonde, so she's definitely white got blonde. demerits there.
1: Yeah. White white blonde woman? <laughs> yeah, I think no.
2: With academic achievements, well, she's just gotta she's checked all kinds of Boxes there on the
1: yeah, if Don't you, hire. if you're gonna have a, a, a female poster child for white privilege, she'd probably be on it. So, there you
0: go. Wow! All right, so the, my next question is going to be we got, we got a list of things we want to discuss, and I want to know about the, the chef's game against um Miami. Um, it's interesting to me that I pay for Fubo so I can watch sports on television with my kids when they come, my boys come over and we couldn't get the chef's game
1: the chiefs uh okay it was uh it was a big controversy paramount bought the rights to that game so and it it was seen it was and it, i think it was true it was a uh you know this is something that would be on network television and in fact all the other games have been and then all of a sudden uh the, you know, you can't get it unless you're on the Paramount Network, which is a streaming service, for this one playoff game. And uh, it was a big controversy in Kansas City. I talked to my brother about it, and he, you know, it was, everybody said, they're just wanting people to sign up for And they had this deal, nine bucks, you could watch the game, but you would be, then in a few months, Paramount would start charging your account. Okay, so they were hoping people that the, the allegation was uh, people were going to forget. And, uh, you know, if they didn't have rocket money or whatever, they would say, holy, you know, they just for a year, they'd be paying for Paramount and never watching it.
2: 50 cassette tapes for one penny club.
1: Yeah, it's. the, it's the <laughs> yes. Yeah, yes.
0: that's it. Yes, <laughs> on, now you got you dated yourself.
1: <laughs> yeah, but that—that's basically it. And but at uh, least
2: it was cassette tapes and not eight tracks.
1: Yeah, and it, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we well,
0: you know I did that. I would do it, but I canceled. I never—I never had trouble with it.
1: Yeah. Well, try to cancel Paramount Network. Um, yeah. Well, no. You know that
0: Conference USA network when when Jim and Doc were both play in Conference USA. I paid for a subscription to watch those baseball games. They were crappy, crappy, but you could see it, right? It was better than nothing. Right. And it took a bunch of angry phone calls and emails and texts to get them to cut me loose. Yeah. You that was all of the procedure.
2: That, you just nailed the other problem with that streaming service. So not only did it anger people that they had to jump through these hoops and put in credit card to try to and sign up to get the stream. But once they did, it was so crappy, Jell-O-Vision, uh, some of the complaints were like, you know, if you're going to force everybody to sign up for streaming service to watch the game, you might want to add one or two more streaming servers to your pool of servers there. Yeah, was There like wasn't like enough 10, 40, horsepower behind the streaming service yeah. to accommodate all the people that, that signed up and paid and wanted to watch.
1: They underestimated the Chiefs Nation. Let's put it that way. And Miami, you know, (laughs) those people have are are quite a following too. You know,
0: well, is that going to be the thing to come? That we're going to get it really back to where you pay for each. In some ways, I'd rather that.
1: How much did it cost if you wanted to watch it? They had a deal for nine thirty-six, some weird number. Um,
0: But it wasn't for just one game, and they thought they were paying for. I got you.
2: So ten dollars plus twenty minutes of harassment.
0: Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> we do know, because I, I, we get Fubo because they do all the Astros games. And I do watch at least one Astros game each week. If they're, if, if, when they didn't have Dusty Baker as their manager, I watched almost all of them and he just retired. So I may be back to watching them all again next year. Um, the, uh, but that one, I've come out ahead having the service paying, you know, the monthly fee because I watched so many of them. But um, I, I don't watch enough football to justify, you know, a service that plays them all. I watch it with my kids. That's it. I don't I don't have any time. Football, I know they all talk about you know baseball, they say it's slow. Compared to what? Compared to football? Footballers, huddles, timeouts, penalties, replays. That they drag those football games out ridiculously long and, and I can't I just don't have patience for it. They, they they made the games too, too boring. Do you want to hear what I really think? Yeah. So, so that was the controversy then was trying to cancel it.
1: Well, yeah. no, the controversy the, is, the, go ahead, sorry. And, and the forcing you to jump through
2: the hoops to see it to begin with, trying to cancel true. and then not getting what you paid for because it was crap.
0: Was it? Oh, yes. so the pod, oh, really?
2: Yes. So every aspect you can possibly think of about
1: it. Was it was a debacle. Let's put it that way. But uh, if you had the NFL <laughs> network, they did play the game there.
0: <sighs> oh, did they?
1: Yeah, I didn't know that. They didn't really advertise that. But I, you know, I have that because when I'm out and about, I want to watch a you know, Chiefs game or a Saints game. and sometimes they're blacked out but this one was not and i didn't notice it till halfway till after the half that i could have been watching it so you know on my ipad but still i could have been watching it
0: all so. right so y'all ready for some this just came up um a few minutes ago on uh, gateway pundit mm-hmm. exclusive yeah it's in all caps exclusive you ready for exclusive yep crack show Fannie willis offered top rico expert lawyer hourly rate Lower hourly rate than her alleged bumper in Trump case. Then lied about it in church. <laughs>
1: <laughs> in
0: church. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> oh, You know, now listen. All right, this is funny. What did it say, the first word? Exclusive, right? Yeah. But now, this is what cracks me up about Gateway Pub. And again, I look at Gateway Pub as as much as anything because they're always first, whether they're right or not, they're first. All right. This is the first sentence. Now, headline says exclusive. Here's the first sentence This report was republished with permission
1: Hmm. from the Daily Call. (laughs) Does it sound exclusive? (laughs) Exclusively from this one other place. Yeah. That broke it first
0: <laughs> except except for the place that broke it this is exclusive <laughs> but she paid her alleged alleged romantic partner nathan wade to work at a higher hourly rate on a case against former president donald trump then she contracted one of the state's leading racketeering experts according to documents obtained by the daily news wow she's gonna walk isn't she
1: sure she's a black woman she's protected and oh, she's going after did we talk the, about you know, the uh, orange Hitler. So
0: yeah, yeah. Did we talk about this on the podcast or only before? Delta Airlines says that if you write down you're talking about a brown or a black person, capitalize the B. But if you're talking about a white person, make the W a lowercase.
1: Yeah, that's we we
0: interesting.
1: We haven't talked about it, but yeah, I've seen that too. So
0: they're
2: now deciding. What's a proper noun versus a common noun?
1: Yeah, <laughs>
0: that's that's what that explains. you know, they're they're they are just they are gotten silly. They've gotten silly. They really have. I mean, they've been silly for a while, but it's just silly. It's just absolutely silly.
1: well. They're also regulated you know, heavily by the government. That is silly. So. It doesn't get more silly
2: than making up new words and calling them pronouns.
1: Yeah. And, and,
0: and Latino, late, 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 and what is it called? Latino X or Lisa? Latinx. late, to, Latinx.
1: They hate that and, word. And, by and the way, Latinos, all look, <laughs> and Latinos don't like it. No.
2: They well, like it. When, my, when my woke friends try to bring it up, I say, oh, Latin. <laughs> You know, I just kind of make this weird sound with the X. And then they look at me funny. I said, oh, you didn't realize the X was this, you know, here comes Big Jim. I'm I'm channeling Big Jim for a moment. (laughs) The X comes from the Spanish that conquered Mexico, Mesoamerica. And they didn't know how to pronounce the sound that the Mayans were saying. So they just scribbled a symbol called X there. And so that's where the X come from. So you morons have no clue anything about the culture and the history of the letter X. Yeah. And you're throwing it in there thinking it
0: has something to do. Oh, God, I'm using that next time. Big Jim come would on, tear man. their butts up on this. He would. He would. He would. I can hear him. Bob. Mexico. Oh, God. There's no sound in- there's no South and Spanish for eggs. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so it's Latin. So we're back. It's just Latin. We're Latin. Latin. <laughs> you got to go at
2: the end of Latin. If you want to be woke, if you want to educate the
0: woke Latin. <laughs> All right. So how much time we got left? Do we, do we have time uh,
1: we're at uh, 55 minutes.
0: Okay. Well, let me ask you this real quick. There was a, a NBC. I said it to you guys earlier, but I, that's what I did not have time. I was working yesterday. And I saw it real quick. Uh, there's supposedly NBC's talking about what the military needs to do if Trump wins the election in <sighs> for this year.
1: That's an actual what was plan. That all about? That's a plan that if Trump won, the uh, they would use the military to basically depose him. That's actual.
0: That's a little hard to do when he's the commander-in-chief. Yeah, but to try to take the military out from under civil control is what I saw in that.
1: Yeah, yeah. Who who would be in charge? Oh, no, Millie? I don't know. <laughs> What's the name of Miss America? Oh, boy, <laughs> if she's in charge, I might, I might listen to her. <laughs> would
0: she take over as the... Uh, as the most beautiful world leader from Georgiana?
1: Absolutely, without much trouble. <laughs> Madison
2: Marsh is her name.
1: She looks like a kid to me. I'll stick
0: with you, Georgiana. Right, well, so yeah, so, mean, so uh, was it a serious, was
1: it a serious, mm-hmm. right, yeah. tell me what they were going to do, Glenn. I, I'm really, to I'm with instant- I don't understand it. It's the way the CIA has taken over uh, a few countries. Um, have destabilized them, and it's from their playbook, as I understand it. And the idea is, you uh, institute martial law when someone becomes, you know, head of the thing, and you institute the military as the ruling body. And they had a way to do it, uh, and they had a it was a plan by Democrats or the Communists, as you put it, um, to if if and it said if Trump wins. <sighs>
2: I mean, it was. So you have to convince um, high-ranking military officials to just basically be insurgents.
0: Well, Dwayne, you know, I'm going to make you go back in time, back when Obama was in. And there were story after story. This is before I even heard of Gateway Pundit. But there were story after story after story about Obama firing top brass and replacing him with his own people. Yep. And the whole idea was that that, you know, that was the conspiracy theory at the time was that he was doing that in case he wanted to do what we're talking about here. And I do have questions as to whether our military wouldn't do it under the current leadership. You have a woman, man, whatever that thing is, Miley, up there. You have these people that are been put in there by the communists. And so I I don't know. I don't really know. Now, here's the problem. Here's the problem. They, they can't replace the staff sergeants down. You know that. Yeah, but that would that's be too. who
1: I think would say, wait a minute. <laughs> that's my Well, opinion.
2: there's a definition of a lawful order.
1: Yeah, you know, so. yeah.
2: They could refuse so that, the order. It, that's you know. the one good thing about our military is we always instill in them from no stripe, air, airman basic, and, you know, E-1, all, all branches, all the way up when they take their oath of office, it is to the Constitution. And they train them pretty pretty well on what the definition of a lawful order is, that if you're given an unlawful order, you don't have to obey it. But if you're given a lawful order that you disagree with, You have to obey it, but you have you can file a complaint about it. But, you know, you still have to follow through, but you got to file a complaint if you totally disagree with it. But if it's unlawful, then you can stand against that order and not comply with it. So that's the big deal. If somebody tells you to go against what looks to be lawfully and legally, constitutionally, voted in president of the United States and they tell you to go against that person, you're going to have the majority of the military that will refuse any unlawful order to go against the commander in chief.
0: Yeah, that's, that's I'm glad to hear that. I figured that was probably the case, not being in the military. I didn't know for sure, but I figured that you could, you could say, no, I'm not going to shoot the president. Um, the, uh, it's interesting Again, my, my theory, our theory, I don't think it's just mine. It's not just mine. It's all over the place now that whatever they're accusing themselves of what they're planning on doing. They've been accusing Trump of being willing to do a military overthrow. They've been accusing him of that for years. And here it is that they're 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 talking about themselves. But I... I'm with both with you du- uh, with D- you dwayne. I think that this is slailing. I think this is like somebody drowning and slapping at the water i i i, I you finally convinced me that they're going under
1: and
0: I'm not talking about the cook that was swimming with obama <laughs> um, i'm talking about I'm talking about all of them <laughs> it, all, it, 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 it looks it, to me to me. The last four days of news looks to me like the Democrats slash slash telling about It's See, yeah, I don't want to say communist because it's worldwide. It's 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 falling. You know, they beat the crap out of some of those. What's going on with those farmers? Let me make sure that I got this. What's going on with the farmers? Why are they upset in Germany?
1: I'm not sure. Do You know, Dwayne?
2: I have not heard about farmers in
0: Germany that are upset. Okay, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to talk to you, Dwayne, I'm going to let Glenn, because he says he has it right there, ask Brock what's going on with the German farmers. Uh, but, but, but basically, let me say this while he's looking that up. Um, it's, it's the government is pissed that they're doing it and gone in with sticks and hit people in the heads with them and hurt them badly. And all it did was cause more farmers and more people to swore the farmers come out. sort of like that truck uh, thing that stopped all that madness in, in Canada. People don't realize what stopped that. Finally stopped the, the COVID madness was the truckers, they were truckers. They had to back off. the government did. Um, so it looks like that that's what's going. Something's going on in, in, in Germany, and the farmers are pissed. Now, farmers could be socialists too. And I don't want to. I'll to go too far with that. that's why I'm asking Glenn to find out what's about.
1: Trying to looking at it to find out? Not
0: yet. Okay, yeah, you'll let us just you can interrupt me when you find it. Um, but uh, oh. the the in Poland, there there's been a communist coup and the people are standing up to it there. Have you seen the crowds of the people standing up to the communists there? It's crazy. Oh, no. It's crazy. I'm surprised that's not making news now. I get where I'm getting this from and I've connected to the articles and read them, or at least parts of them. Um, Instapundit has been my source of
1: All right. keeping up with You'll that. Love, yeah. go ahead. You'll love the, what the German farmers are protesting. They have tax breaks for fuel consumption, which the German government has decided for, because of CO2, <laughs> you, know, uh, uh, you know, the demonizing of CO2. Uh, they are withdrawing from the, the new budget, so the farmers won't get a tax break on their fuel. And they claim, and probably rightly so, that there's no way they can even harvest without uh, those breaks, which are imposed by the government anyway. The taxes are uh, because of carbon footprint, um, you know, carbon neutral. Oh so my! Of. So, so they've gone okay. They've taken their tractors and they're they're running all up and down all the (laughs) all the major highways slowly, you know, because they do have the, you know, the little square saying, you know, my farm vehicle, I can go slow. And I'm not barred from being on the road, but it's not quite like the protesters who sit down. So it's not technically illegal, but it is causing a lot of problems. Okay. If, yeah, and they all. So this is all this is all climate and yeah, because the German
2: environmental stuff.
1: German governments yeah, decided so that, it, they it, don't it, want the standard of living they've come to enjoy. So in you well, let me say this real quick. Anytime you
0: see somebody saying we're trying to stop some type of global warming or CO two, just you, you know that's communism. That's 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 equity. That's another yep. form of communism. And so yeah, well, they're protesting. There's there. several
2: there's several facets to this. Apparently in the Netherlands, they've implemented policies to reduce nitrogen emissions. Well, that, that means fertilizer.
1: Yeah. yeah.
2: And then and then they're talking they about Spain. Artists? Spain and France have not escaped, it says in this article, that um, <clears throat> they're looking at restricting the water usage and pesticide bans. So yeah, I guess they just don't want to eat
0: anymore. Well, that's the whole thing. You're splitting the baby. This is what's going on here. Who is it willing to crash it all? Who's willing to make us all suffer and die over some really saliva? This is a safety theoretical problem? The
2: ruling class that feels like they're losing grip. That's who.
0: Wow. All right. So now, Glenn, you got to type in what's going on with the protests in Poland, while we get to have fun and talk about other things. Because uh, you know, it looked like to me that. That all right, So I, it, the best I can tell from it is, is that in Poland there has been a, a stolen election, maybe, um, and the wrong people, the, the communists are taking over again. Which Poland has, you know, how hard they fought under Lech Walesa to get out from under communism. They get out from under it. Poland has been doing as well as the United States was doing under Trump, if I'm getting this right. And they stole the election. People aren't standing for it. What it sounds like. Um, I could be totally wrong, but that's why we got Bo Snurley over there looking it up for me. Uh, Did you see Bo Snurley? I think he's getting ready to have his own uh, talk show. No. Yeah. Do you know who Bo Snurley is? Nope. Uh, (laughs) He was like uh, Rush Limbaugh's right-hand man. And you know how right now Glenn's looking up for something something for us? He would do that for Trump. He would look up. Okay. I mean, excuse me, for uh, Rush Limbaugh. And so that's why it's a very, very big compliment to call uh, Glenn, most early.
1: According to Grok, uh, the government's actions with the recent arrest of two former ministers uh, and the government's control over state broadcasting and news agencies, uh, the right-wing opposition has uh, organized demonstrations against this. So um, it's basically about freedom of speech.
0: Yeah, um, but I, I want to say the deeper problem, the deeper problem is that, that was a, there was a stolen election.
1: Doesn't mention
0: them. Hmm. well. Are you surprised? Now now we got silence because I'm looking it up
1: too. Yeah. Two former I, don't, I don't know why going I back coming up with yeah. They were arrested.
2: Going back to the farmers, I don't know why the, their protest is to simply just grow less for a year for a season. Yeah, we'll eat what we make. <laughs>
1: There won't be I mean that would solve the
2: problem after after one season that would solve the problem.
1: Well, yeah, that's <laughs> as a guy from ag college, I can tell you that the capital expenditures you have to make, you know, um, agriculture work are huge and they're constantly borrowing money. I don't think they could cover their their bills. I know farmers in this country could not sit out a season. Well, I don't mean sit out a
2: season, but make a reduction. So, I was once taught by a guy that got in the concrete business where there was already quite a few batch plants in the county in North Carolina, and he said he learned about supply and demand um early in his 30s when he started his own concrete batch plant. And that for the first couple years He was busting it. He was working way before the sun got up to way after the sunset. And he was just, he was pouring and mixing concrete all day long, day and a half, every day, every truck, every resource just blowing and going. And he couldn't understand why he was having a hard time paying his bills. And finally, somebody sat him down at a coffee shop and said, look, here's what you do you cut back. And he's like, I can't cut back. And the phone's ringing off the hook. I'm selling concrete left and right. He said, you control the production rate by the price. Simply increase your price until you're working the hours you want to work. He says, I can't do that. I can't hardly pay my bills. He said, trust me, do it for one week. So he did that. He raised his rates, the amount of concrete he produced that week was dramatically reduced, cut by 30, 35%, something like that. So he cut his hours back, but he actually made a lot more money.
0: So the farmers could
2: reduce their rates and still demand a higher price because of the production cut. And uh, the people there would have to pay more, but they might realize, you
1: know what? This was kind of stupid policy. Yeah, yeah. it could work if they gotcha. got together and did it, I imagine.
2: I guess well, then they I, would be in trouble for conspiracy and Perugian, racketeering.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. Uh, you were talking about that. I thought you were going to go a different direction. And I like the story about it that you told And I thought you were going. But, you know, as a as a as a businessman, I know it's a law office, but it is a business. And one of the mistakes I made was under uh, was, was just complaining about the taxes I was gonna have to pay. And so I just decided to go, you know what, I'm gonna factor that in immediately. So I, it, it took me a while to figure out how much of each payment, each fee I received to put back to pay taxes. What do you think it finally settled on? I don't know. I don't know. When you're, talking, when you're talking about every tax I have to pay, including on Um, we, we, we calculated even on, um, supplies. So it's not just income taxes, supply, it's professional taxes. It's taxes for the property that we have. Like we have, we have to pay taxes on the computers we already own. Did you know that? Oh
2: yeah. You got to rent your own stuff you bought. Yeah. Right. It's 52% of
0: all my fees go to taxes.
2: That's crazy.
0: (sighs) But we do it. It, we take 52%, put it in the, put it in the tax pile. That's how we pay our taxes. It's crazy. Crazy as it sounds. That, that's I not. guess
2: you need a separate company that you rent this stuff from so that <laughs> every year, whenever they ask for an inventory tax, you say, we own nothing. <laughs> we it rent happens. it all. <laughs>
0: it can't put it out here and then it can perish out here away no. from you. The- yeah, because it's Rustin charging that, isn't it, or is it Lincoln Parish charging that?
1: I don't
0: know. I, you know what? I can find some. I can find a, a, a county somewhere in the United States that's not charging inventory tax. And I can open up an LLC there and rent it to me. Good idea.
1: Yeah, that sounds like a <laughs> sounds like the <a> thing. <laughs> but I mean, that, we don't own a home.
0: house here. Mm-hmm. I don't own this house. I rent this house. I, it says I own it, but I rent Wait, it. If I don't pay my property taxes, they take it. That's right.
2: So if you have to pay to keep something, then it's a rental in perpetuity.
0: It's exactly what it is. The only difference is, is that in a rental, someone could say, okay, we're, we're kicking you out. We're not going to renew the rent. That's the only difference is supposedly if I pay my rent, I get to keep it.
2: <laughs> well, the government gets to use guns and take your property from you if you don't pay it eventually.
0: Exactly. But my point is, is that if, if I'm renting this house to you and you don't and I decide I don't want you there anymore, I just want to rent it to Glenn. Yeah. I can say, OK, at the end of this lease, you're out and I'm going to put Glenn in there. They they're supposedly they can't do that yet. Now, now in New York, there's they're going to try it. You may not be able you may not have to quarter soldiers, but you might have to you might have to quarters immigrants.
1: Yeah, well, I think
2: that I think the most radical thing they're trying to come up with. Along that similar lines, I think it was New York was a tax from unrealized gains, <laughs> <laughs> which which would make them go the other way on Donald Trump's property in Mar-a-Lago instead of eighteen million, they would say it's eighteen billion.
0: <laughs> yeah, there's a there, it, it, was it Trotsky? who who wrote uh, *Anna Karenina*? That guy, uh, it, um, Tolstoy? Not Tolstoy. Is it Tolstoy? Yeah. He wrote that. He, he had some tax like that that he, he thought would be good. But anyway, so, so going back to that immigrant thing that, you know, uh, they've been sending immigrants from South Texas to New York and Chicago and those places are raising all kind of cane about it. They don't like it. But he says, he, he said, if you have a room that, that's available, you should put an immigrant in it. Do you know what that reminds me of? Um, Dr. Chivago? Remember, he, he, the, the, uh, Dr. Svago goes off to be a, a, a doctor in the, in the military. And when he goes home to his house, people are living at the "Well, so You got spare rooms and they stuck people in those spare, spare rooms. You have to live with a whole bunch of other people in his own home. Um, that's communism, guys. And, and I know they're saying voluntary, but you know how it gets, becomes voluntary." They'll, they'll say, if you don't do it, we're going to tax you for empty rooms, right? Yep. Isn't yeah. and, and that what you just said that would be? Unrealized? You could rent this room. That's an unrealized. We're going to tax you for it.
2: Same thing with your vehicles. You could ha- be Uber Ubering them, making it revenue.
0: Yeah, it, it's, that's interesting. Now, listen, how is how anybody read or how's the electric cars doing during this um, oh, well, this week of- <laughs>
1: They're uh, <laughs> in the cold. They can't charge, so they're all sitting next to these charging stations, empty. <laughs> You're lying. No, <laughs> I am not. Up north, <laughs> they
0: are. <coughs> oh, what a fun! a world. couple of
2: years ago on Twitter, uh, not Twitter, um. I think it was Facebook. People were talking about that during a a very bad winter storm. I think it was two years ago. And folks were posting memes and reposting memes about um, about just that very thing of thank goodness we don't all have electric vehicles because look at the problems. People would die stranded out on the road. And Facebook and other social media were flagging that as misinformation. (laughs) So, isn't that funny misinformation
0: came true? I would have liked to just listen to a podcast of YouTube today. (laughs) (laughs) You guys got the good stuff. (laughs) Maybe I shouldn't have worked yesterday. Maybe I should have prepared for this podcast. That's good stuff. And that is – it is so funny to me. You know, uh, I saw – Oh, in the comments, I don't remember which one, what article I was reading best. I am a comment reader now. Um, But they were talking about so-and-so said, hey, and he goes, that person is going to regret saying, hey, I have snapped a copy of it. So when he changes it to B, I can show what what he originally said. What I'm getting at is you can't hide from the fact that you were making that saying that was misinformation. Two years ago, when it was that you just lied, it's so funny that you're able to fuck that. Did you remember that, or did someone else remember it? I—I'll be honest with you. this comments is how my memory gets jogged on these things.
2: My memory was jogged because I'm one of the ones that reposted a meme, and my stuff got flagged.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been flagged yet. I got supposed- to try harder. You know. Today, though, I sent to the, I reworded it because I, I I said it, I thought I reworded it better than what I read in the comments. But I I was thinking I wanted to put it on X and I thought, no, because I actually stole this from a the idea from a comment. But I said, when I woke up this morning, I was pleasantly surprised to see that Donald Trump still won in Iowa. Well, the, the other person said it, just not as succinctly. I don't know if that's considered stealing or not. So I'm I'm not sure how to post on X Twitter.
1: I can just post. You don't have to attribute everything because the community yeah. notes will come under there and say this was originally. <laughs> so, See, I have found
0: those community notes. I need to find those. So, well, they they come well, anyway. under
1: ones that are when people um, say, "Wait, this is this person said this." And now, if you said, "I originally said this," but if you say something like, "I don't know who said this, but I love it." And then you put it down.
0: Okay. So, so I follow that people's pundit, that Bora, Boris guy, um, not on Twitter. I get him another place. But he talked about in his site, he talked about Prozo, which I'm assuming that's that Prozac guy or Prozo, yeah. Pro, Prozo.
1: Yeah. Pro. All right. So, we're in Prozo, just call him Prozo. Somebody,
0: somebody put up apparently on X Twitter that that new first time caucus participants were two to one in favor of Ramadana Vanderlake um, over Trump. And Boris goes, that's not true. That's the percentage of the vote they received. So so first time caucus goers, more of Ramadan Vanderlake's votes came from first time than from Trump, but Trump broke a record in first time um first time caucus participants numbers wise it just wasn't this it just wasn't as big a percentage of his overall vote but somebody put it up there wrong and prozo and i'm assuming that's that first whatever his Prozorba, name is pro, Prozorba, pro that i
1: think how oh, you pronounce it okay
0: i'm assuming that's him actually he picked up on that incorrectly uh where i'm going with that is is that that got corrected. That's what you're talking about. So, so if I accidentally, if I put something up there that's incorrect, somebody's going to pick it up and it's going to be oh, a yeah. community notes. is what you're saying. Yeah. I got you.
1: Now, if it's you. correct or is assumed to have a correction, you know, it's, it's, it's not false outlandishly. But even then, they'll say, although this is a true statement, that community notes will come under there and say it's out of context. Here's the context. And then it links to the context. It's probably the gotcha. best feature of X I've ever seen.
0: Uh, yeah, you, you seem to like it. Um, now, in the community notes, do they ever talk about PJ's Coffee?
1: Well, no, because it's all true when we talk about PJ's <laughs> Coffee. There is no controversy that it doesn't give you a lift, a boost, taste delicious, uh, g- get all your coffee drink needs, your Boosted teas, regular teas, hot teas in a wonderful environment in Houghton, Louisiana uh, where you can get wonderful breakfast pastries as well as breakfast sandwiches and lunch sandwiches. And, of course, Zap chips where you can wash down with an all-natural Red Bull.
0: And I want to add something to it. There's plenty of parking. You don't have a problem with parking there. I always I hate going places where you don't have plenty of parking.
1: We do have lots of parking, and drive through is open Probably. all the time. So there you go.
0: Yeah, and when we went through, it was very quick. All right. Well, I appreciate you guys. Uh, tomorrow we will have a non secular. We will be talking about sex.
1: That's right. Our- and <laughs> because that's in what you house do on a, a religious podcast. <laughs> talk about sex. We talk about, about
2: <laughs> sex being fun.
1: That's right. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that's, you the, you procre- <laughs> <laughs> that's the title. Sex is fun. Anyway.
0: Sex is fun. Well, here, a better way to put it, is it, I don't know why it has to be mutually exclusive. Is, it, is the purpose of sex to procreate or to have fun? I don't think those are mutually exclusive, but we'll talk about that tomorrow. Uh, We'll let Sarah and Jim sort that out and then we'll be back Thursday with a, with technology Thursday. There's a lot to talk about there too. Thank you guys. I enjoy it when you guys are on um, very, very much and we will talk to you guys tomorrow. Bye-bye.
1: Bye-bye.